When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code DNVR, you're going to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. And that's with code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. I am Patrick Lyons. I am Susie Hunter. Patrick, what a pleasant surprise these past couple of days have been at Coors Field. I appreciate how much the Rockies listened to our show. They heard that in order to achieve the hunt for 69, to, to have a, a complete kill there, they were one game behind. They had to make one up for that Cincinnati series. And guess what? They did almost immediately. They take two out of three from the Brewers. Of course, they lost on Labor Day, which was a bummer, but they went on Tuesday night in a major fashion. We'll talk about that. There's a bit of history there going on with a certain someone. And of course, the 8-4 victory on Wednesday, where we have to salute our DraftKings Sportsbook, king of the game. Kyle Freeland, the Colorado kid, absolutely crushed it today. Six innings pitched, two hits, allowed one run, one walk, and eight strikeouts. That there ties a season high. So Freeland was cooking today, and you absolutely love to see it. He was, he was really fantastic. I mean... Dominant uh, at at times again, the eight strikeouts for a, a season high that obviously goes a long way uh, towards doing that. A uh, game score, if you're looking at that again, all the different things he was able to do really was able to minimize it to just three base runners there with the two hits and one walk. So uh, 71 as far as a game score goes, I think that's tied for his eighth best start of his career. So right there, if you're looking at that particular metric. Pretty darn good. 80, 85 pitches. He talked post game. Were you surprised a little bit 
that he didn't go a little bit longer given that he had only thrown 85. He had been throwing more pitches, you know, each time around. He's third time through the order. So you go eh, 15, 20 pitches might not be enough to throw another inning. There could be a guy on base. You got to go to the bullpen, but maybe he deserves that opportunity. What was your sense uh, on Wednesday? Yeah, you know, I was surprised to see, oh, only 85 pitches. Okay. But then when we talked to him after the game, you know, he was mentioning how, you know, these we know how the balls fly at Coors Field, especially when it's hot out. So, I mean, that really wears him down. So um, he said that it was a mutual decision for them to take him out. I think it worked out well. I think given the fact that the score was 7-1 to one at that point, yeah. <laughs> you look and go, you know what, there's no reason to, to push it. He certainly could go out there. You know, if if this is a more of a must-win game, then yes, certainly you could uh, imagine him still going out there. Did a good job keeping the ball on the ground. Eight of his ten outs uh, were on the ground, only two in the air. So you know, again, different circumstance. Maybe you keep him out there. The one thing that you know, knock on wood, and uh, one of the rehab coordinators said, I, I've totally jinxed the team, but I haven't. No cramping. It feels like every summer you get that moment, usually mid to late August. A guy gets taken out of the game. You're like, oh, God, what's wrong? This could be bad. They're just grimacing. They help him off the field. Just general cramping. So I don't know if they've gotten the Powerade solution down exactly. You right? know what? We we know that the, the Powerade has been spicy this season. We know it's, it's been strong. It's been strong. So I think it's working in terms of cramping. Powerful and aid aplenty is that power aid, but we haven't even seen anybody on the other team have that kind of situation. So that was, uh, that that's been strange. That's a good thing, obviously. And so, yeah, they err on the side of caution. Uh, Justin Lawrence comes in there, you know, does a good job, gives up a run, but this was uh, Freeland's 11th quality start of the year. Now, since the all-star break has a sub four ERA, you know, 3.98, 14 walks, 43 strikeouts and nine starts. So he's been, getting himself pointed in the right direction. We're seeing Marquez now getting himself pointed in the right direction. And so, you know, with there still being a decent amount left of the season left, uh, you know, we could be looking at, gosh, maybe four more starts for these guys, maybe at, wow. at most. If they continue to to go the way that they've been, all in all, their, their final season numbers could be fairly good. Even though, again, we think about the most important games of the season. He's like, eh, they were, their ERA was closer to five when the games mattered. And then they tacked on late on the end. Look, it's still a full complete season. So uh, I think this could, uh, could help them out in general. So it was really good to just, just see Freeland kind of on his game and continue to dominate the Brewers. Yeah. For some reason he owns the Milwaukee Brewers. Someone update his Wikipedia page because he absolutely is an, o an owner of that team. Yeah, he had a, a mid-two ERA and four starts against them. And with today's six innings and one earned run, lowered his ERA and five starts to 2.32 against the Milwaukee Brewers. That's He, just, he owns them. That's he it. owns them. <laughs> Man, and, then, and you got to think in an, an alternate reality, Freeland doesn't throw in the wild card game in 2018 against the Cubs, they're still able to win, but then maybe Freeland is pitching in the division series in 2018. Maybe we're able to take a game there and, and flip some things around again. Revisionist uh, history doesn't it's, really serve anyone. It's so far in the past, Patrick, don't you're almost, just, you're just, you're just causing pain upon yourself. Almost half a decade now, almost half a decade. Ooh. 
feeling old. Those those were the days. Yeah, it's <laughs> it was almost exactly a decade since we've had less than twenty thousand at Coors Field. So. You know, attendance is is something that can be interesting at times. Look, we talked to Jessica Kleinschmidt about it. They had uh, two thousand three hundred forty-one uh, at the Oakland Coliseum. You know, one game plus three possums. So again, I don't know if you want to count that towards the attendance figures. Uh, but they didn't they're obviously tickets. Hurting. They don't count. Oh, okay. So it's paid attendance, paid attendance, and in person. Ticket, ticketed in t- yeah. attendance. Yeah, no, That's possums it. don't count. They snuck in. But what if what if we had a situation like a pizza rat? The possum we have a a ticket possum, and a possum is dragging a ticket inside, and then maybe. But still, if you're they a ticket count. possum, that would count. That would count. But that ticket possum ejected for being in the press box. Look, your tickets do not allow you that exclusive. No, they access. don't. They're it's not all access. Bottom line, I was curious. I wanted to know because yes. there definitely was not twenty thousand two hundred seventy-two, whatever the exact number was, uh, there today. Rocks pile. There was at points in which you could count the amount of people that were there. There were section. There were like fourteen sections at some point that nobody was sitting in. Again, some a lot of it was uh, that it was in the sun, but they were able to just get over twenty thousand. There was a game earlier this year. Didn't realize it at the time. May 4th against the Nationals where they had less than 20,000. That was the first time since 2013 that the Rockies had less than 20,000 at Coors Field. Of course, we are not counting any of the 2020 games where literally no one was there. Or the 2021 season in which there were certain restrictions on attendance. So Mm -hmm. that's going to skew the numbers a little bit. But really, long time, only only 43 times in Coors Field history have less than 43,000 been there when they've had the ability to to sell it out. So um, we came close today, but didn't didn't happen. Those 270-some Brewers fans that showed up put us over the top, I think. I mean, also, like, who – yeah, not a ton of people at this game. Obviously not, you know, the lowest number. But, you know, the school year's already started. Mm-hmm. It's 100 degrees outside. The Rockies are not making a playoff run. So, like, it's hard to play hooky when all that's going on. It's true. I think even mid to late August, schools on the East Coast haven't yet started. You know, it's uh, maybe I've said this before. I've I've said it so many times, like a broken record. On the East Coast, they start after Labor Day. That's their tent pole is Labor Day. They'll start after it. Whereas out here in the West and in Colorado, they want to finish on the tent pole of Memorial Day. So that obviously changes when you start. So even in mid to late August, you got, you know, families coming from the East coast or whatever, doing their Colorado trip. And what's on that list of things to do. Maybe you go to red rocks, maybe you drive to Rocky Mountain national park and you most definitely get a ticket to Coors field to your point. It's now after labor day. So you know what kids are in school all across the country. So you're right. You're not able to tap into those for the evening games, for the day games. It'll be interesting to see what happens this weekend against the diamondbacks where Again, Diamondbacks, uh, they got some good young players, three three guys that are 22 years old on there that are very exciting. Zach Gallen has yes. a scoreless uh, streak of 41 and a third innings pitch, so that will be exciting. But, again, uh, and I'm not a parent, so I don't know that that vibe of, of, hey, my kids, they're back to school. Things are a little bit crazy. Let's go out for the weekend. Maybe maybe you want to like quiet them down just a little bit more. So I, I don't know. I don't know if families are going to be getting away this weekend exactly. To see the yeah, Olympics. I don't know. Maybe they need a break from from the rat race. Maybe they need to run out and get stuff for school supplies. I don't know how kids work. I don't remember <laughs> being one. So I'm pretty sure kids don't need school supplies, Susie. So that's one thing I got to correct you on. That's oh. nope. 
don't they yeah. never needed school supplies uh, that's yeah. that's one thing uh they need they need tacos though and you know what the Rockies supplied those yes. apostrophe s tacos transition did it they got seven there which was fantastic i did not even realize at one point there was a position player pitching because i wasn't listening yes. to the broadcast i was watching i'm working on our outline we're getting updates on on certain things that uh, prevented us from being in studio today yeah and i went and looked i said all right let me uh, write in some of the pitching lines for the brewers guys let's see what brent Suter did and peterson comma j wait that's that's he's a not a pitcher that's not a, that's not a pitcher <laughs> a, at all he's an infielder what's going on Eighth yeah, inning, yeah. Uh, Brewers brought in a position player when they were already down by so much. Yeah, they were they were getting whooped on that point. They did get a couple of runs back there in the ninth off of Jake Bird, uh, who I'm sure would love to to have those back. But uh, no harm, no foul. Uh, overall, guy who did harm the ball pretty well. We <laughs> talked to post game. I mean, I think you've talked to him a couple times already uh, since it, uh, we've been back home at Coors Field. But Michael Tolia, his first. Coors Field home run got out of the way, out of the way, nice and early, and mm-hmm. that was really awesome to see, wasn't it? Yes, it was very exciting, but also interesting to note since he's a switch hitter, he is now homered from the left side and the right side. That's right. No, no word yet on how many Rockies guys have done that in a single season. We're looking so we're into waiting it. To kind of figure that out. We are. Lo- we're in the process of acquiring a spreadsheet to be named later. That's for sure. We'll, we'll definitely get that information. Yeah, it was nice to see them go yard off of uh, Brent Suter. So uh, that was really nice. Jonathan Daza played really well again. He was two for four with yeah. two runs and a double. Now has multiple hit games uh, in his last three contests. He's only been off the IL for two games. So, yeah, that was Wednesday and Tuesday. But his previous game, uh, he had a, a two-hit outing or multi-hit outing. So, uh it's been really good to see a lot of these guys kind of lock in. Elias Diaz had a couple of hits today. Montero struck out his first two at bats, then came through with a double. So they got those runs early and in bunches, and then they went really quiet. But bottom line, bullpen got the job done. Freeland went long enough for that quality start. And uh, the Rockies are feeling a little bit better about themselves at 59 and 79. Four more wins to avoid. 100 losses. I think that's, I mean, there could, you, you never know. Look, this is why they play know. the games. This is why they play the games, but I think they'll go ahead and, and avoid that, that 100 loss season. And now they're back on track there to, to, to have 70 wins this season. So I'm feeling pretty good. And they needed that because I had them down for two wins against the Diamondbacks this weekend. Maybe one could be all that they get. So that was uh, that was an important victory, and the Rockies continue to just spoil the the Brewers' world, and it, yeah. it happened back in 2019. So Brewers obviously spoiled the Rockies' season in 2018, knocking them out. Uh, Rockies didn't even score a run there in Game Three of the NLDS uh, at home, a game that was really cold, might have even been snowing, I think, for a little bit. Oof. But nevertheless, next season, Brewers finish at Coors Field. And Rockies polish off a uh, three-game sweep. I think Sam Hilliard scored on a wild pitch in extra innings. It was before we had runners on, on second base. And swept them, knocked them out of the postseason. Cardinals ended up getting that spot to win the NL Central. So Rockies really like sticking it to the Brewers. And I think they're going to do it to the Padres again. I had them winning two out of three against the Padres. I think you know certain teams like sticking it to other teams for whatever it is. 
Rockies have the Brewers number. And I think they're going to have the, the Padres number as well coming up here pretty soon. You know what? It was so funny. Also, when we talked to Michael Tolia after the game, listen, he's caught on fast. He's like, oh, yeah, if we can spoil mm-hmm. someone's playoff run. Like, I'm all in. Sign me up. He did. He had a nice display of baseballs that we scoped out. You know, his first game, first mm-hmm. base hit, first home run. He didn't get back his home run yet. Yet. No. I, I don't know if he's going to. He said, oh, yeah, someone you know said they have it. That doesn't sound promising. Like you, you need to just get it right away. So there's no swap outs. Yeah. So uh, we should, we should have went to tiny on that one to find out if we'll get that first course field home run, but first home run is way more important. Yeah. Than yeah. The first yeah. one at your home stadium. You know what I mean? So that is, uh, this is true. This is true. But yeah, I was surprised that he didn't already have it. No, no. Look, we are going to have Breck brew on tap at the DNVR bar this Friday. We open up. The big grand opening down there on the corner of Colfax, New York. Members, you know, it's only 50 cents for your first month to the DNVR.com. You know, in the past, you've gotten those member-sized beers, uh, price breaks on the tailgates and the Nuggets party bus, Avs party bus, Rapids, uh, doing all kinds of great stuff. And we're giving those kickbacks to you guys out there when you become a member to the DNVR.com. And of course, on the website, you're going to get access to all of our podcasts, a lot of stuff behind the paywall, a lot of really great articles. Broncos are getting going. They got their first game, a little revenge match there for Russell Wilson against the Seahawks. You're going to read all about that over on the DNVR.com. And if you want an annual membership, you know you get a free shirt from the D- uh, DNVR locker. Breckenridge Brewery, they've got a Big party coming up. It's a birthday bash. They're 32 years young. Come celebrate with Breck Brew as they're throwing their weekend hoot nanny. Man, it's kicking off fall with music, food, beer, of course, and games October 8th and 9th at their Littleton location. They've got national acts like Spin Doctors and local favorites, Railroad Earth, rocking out. So stay tuned for everything DNVR for the hoot nanny giveaways leading up to October 8th. Check out events seated.com backslash hootnanny22 for more details on tickets and artists lineup. Again, events.seated.com slash hootnanny22 for more information. Link, of course, is in the description. Football fans, the first Sunday of the year is here. I mean, not the real year of 2022, but the NFL season. Some people, yeah. are there calendars? Do you know, Susie? You know how like uh, around April you can get a, a price break on calendars because you've lost a couple months. Are there special NFL calendars where it just starts with the first Sunday in, I in September? Am, there should be. I'm sh- uh, you know what? There really should be because I know a lot of people, their life doesn't start until football season starts. So I'm sure a lot of internal calendars go by the NFL season. Yeah, yeah. They're they're their year starts, but then it also pauses because again, that's what they're doing each and every weekend. And they're probably doing it with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. They're giving you can't miss offer for all those new fans out there with the return of the NFL season right now. New customers, you can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. And as an added bonus for week one, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. That basically means if your team gets up by 10 points or more, You've won. You get paid instantly. Even if your team ends up losing, you get that 10-point lead. Boom. You cash in. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It really is. I, I, I love that concept to make you feel good that even if they end up blowing a lead like that, you're like, but but I still won. I yes. still won because they were up by 10. Someone won. <laughs> yes. It, you. I think most people would rather their wallet win than their team win. 
Man, maybe depends I'm on, at school. Depends on the case, but I do like getting my money. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, you're you're gonna get that DraftKings Sportsbook because yes. they always make sure uh, you can take care of that. Super easy. Check out the Denver uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR to get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly when you place a five dollar bet for this Sunday. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and elegi- eligibility restrictions apply. See link in the description for more details. And look, if you want to bet on the super rugby that's going on, you can uh, learn a lot more about it on the DNVR rugby podcast with our guy, Colton Strickler, check them out, hit that subscribe button. He's got amazing interviews with coaches, uh, the players themselves, American Raptors guys, right, right down the road uh, in Denver and Glendale, Colorado rugby town, USA. There are rugby's newest team. And these are professional athletes that are learning the sport of rugby first and foremost, and you can be right with them. Go to AmericanRaptors.com. You can get free tickets. That's right. Free tickets in this world today, in this economy, they are. Yeah. They look, they want you to learn the game. And look, if, if you're doing some things on DraftKings Sportsbook, Colton's going to hook you up with some really good betting advice when it comes to that. I don't really have any advice for the Rockies on their victory on Tuesday night. Nice 10, seven win. Other than don't wait so late to come from behind. Don't let the other team get such a big lead, but boy, oh boy, how seemingly improbable did, did Tuesday's win feel to you? Totally, totally improbable. Cause honestly, usually it kind of goes the other way around for the Rockies. It's them blowing a lead, but it was absolutely shocking and absolutely invigorating. It was great. They were down by five runs. It's uh, They're tied for the largest come-from-behind win uh, this season, July 3rd, in Arizona. It uh, it ended hot, but it also started hotter. I think we talked about it the uh, the other day on, on Tuesday that 94 degrees on Labor Day was the hottest first pitch tied for since 1998 uh, in September game in Colorado. And then one day later, we did it, folks. We, we broke, broke the record. 95 degrees. I think, did it get up to about 97 on Wednesday's game? It wasn't 97 on first pitch, but mm-hmm. I think it may have gotten to that point. And with the haze in the, in the air from the, uh, the smoke from the fires going on in Idaho, mm-hmm. uh, you know, comfortable, not, not, not very comfortable that was out there. So uh, no. the players were able to get it done. You had uh, their fourth walk-off win of the season, second walk-off home run, first since Brendan Rodgers did it in that doubleheader. June 1st in Miami, the Brendan Rodgers game. But this one was the Randall Grichuk game. Boy, oh boy, did he go off. Oh my goodness, he did. So he was two for five, four RBI, two home runs. So that first one tied the game. The Mm. second one came in extras. That was the walk-off. It was absolutely incredible. And that, and that's the uh, the first time in Rockies franchise history a guy had ever homered in the eighth inning or later, and then had the walk off home run. So like it's again improbable. You come up, you have no home runs, and flash forward a couple innings, you hit the walk off, you tied the game up, you end up having two home runs. You know, again, first time in Rockies history, and, and first time in a while in MLB. Yeah, and you know what? I bet that this was the first time we saw that happen with someone from the opposing team hitting a 499-foot home run because that's what Yelich did earlier in that game. Christian Yelich hit a mammoth shot. But I'll tell you what. To the rooftop, to the bar. Fourth, yeah, it was was four rows deep in there. 
it it that was that was deep. And a couple guys said like I think it actually was a little bit further than that. <laughs> I would have guessed. Uh, still seemed like it was going upward its trajectory. But for me, I am more shocked or more surprised not by the 499 foot home run because. We've kind of seen a couple of those lately. Uh, you know, we did just have the home run derby not that that, that long ago last uh, summer. So, you know, we saw some of those shots from Shohei Otani. More surprising to me, that was Christian Yelich's first home run at Coors Field. That was absolutely shocking. Absolutely shocking. Where do you rank this two? Would you, would you rank the first home run a little bit higher as like a surprising wow factor? I'm, I was definitely more surprised by that for sure. Totally. Yeah. I had to look it up. I was like, all right, who else has not homered at Coors Field? Well, the ballpark's record is, is by a pitcher, Rockies pitcher, Aaron Cook. So, I mean, that's not surprising. The uh, active player who uh, who has the most played appearances uh, and, and without a home run, another pitcher, Kyle Freeland. And so he's he's not going to snap that. He's going to have that record until he retires. Yes. More than likely, Sinzatel is next. But if we're talking position players, Cesar Hernandez, uh, I think he's with the Nationals now this year. He's with Cleveland last year. But Cesar Hernandez, uh, former Philadelphia Phillies second baseman, he's got something like 80-some plate appearances without a home run. So learn that Dave Roberts also, no home runs. Four triples, though. Dave Roberts is tied for the most triples by a player with no home runs at Coors Field. Four. These are the kind of things I'm doing during the game, by the way. If you yes, clearly. Do you think they look in the mirror? At Coors Field and say, uh, this beard has no hits. Uh, maybe. This beard has no homers. No homers. You know? Well, I for Christian Yelich, he needs to grow a beard. I think he had some stubble yesterday because he's always so baby-faced. Yeah. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much does Christian Yelich look like Pete Davidson? Oh, I'm they definitely eight. they definitely I'm look a eight. lot alike, yeah. for sure. Did you see that clip a few years ago of uh, when Yelich was still on the Marlins? Pete Davidson actually came out to a Marlins game, dressed up, had Yelich on the back, and was like, you know, he's doing the fake stretching, oh doing everything gosh. like Yelich. He I love that. Exactly like him, yeah. That I love that kind of nonsense. Pete Davidson's such a goofball. Also, Christian Yelich, kind of goofball vibes too, so. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. yeah I definitely get that. McCutcheon homered uh, in the ninth there, and I and I bring him up because one of our buddies in the the clubhouse in the press box, the Hawaiian shirt guy uh, who was trending there a couple months ago, there it was against the Dodgers, wasn't it? He has yeah, a question think, with Dave Roberts, and someone's yes. like, "Who is this person?" <laughs> yeah, and we're talking about Bruce, right? That's our that's our buddy Bruce. Yes. Yeah, you know he used to work at a hotel, and he has got he's got all these great stories. I forget what his Christian Yelich uh, story was. That was a punchline. That was really cool. But his uh, his two Andrew McCutcheon stories is he came up to bring him food and opens the door, sees this Andrew McCutcheon, but on the ticket it says Styles as the last name, hmm. and he goes, "Oh, uh, Mr. Styles, uh, you 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 had a, you had a good game at the ballpark." He says, "I don't know what you're talking about. My name is Mr. Styles." And well, what's your first name? Stylin. Oh, okay, Mr. Stylin Styles. So, you know, improv maybe, you know, needs to be worked on a little bit there for from Andrew McCutcheon. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, good stuff going on there. That's really funny. That's really funny stuff. Mr. Stylin Styles there, uh, as it's known. But uh, not a very winner. convincing fake name, but a pretty funny one. 
No, yeah, that 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 kind of plays there. Uh, Chet Cool uh, was not very good there on Tuesday, and unfortunately, uh, Gomber and Denelson Lamette, you know, two guys who, depending on who you ask, they're uh, starting pitcher candidates next year. We'll see what happens. They're going to be in the fold next year. Cool free agent. Previously, Bill Schmidt said, "Hey, he's a guy we'd love to bring back." Then uh, July happened, and August happened, uh, and he hasn't quite been as. Uh, successful uh, to any degree actually has his ninth consecutive game throwing five or fewer innings it's actually tied for the second longest such streak in franchise history uh, record is drew Pomerantz. Mm-hmm. that's not going to get eclipsed at 16 starts um, but it's tied for the fourth most home runs in a nine game span yeah. in rocky's history he's given up 15 in his last nine starts so gomber lament i think have a case maybe next year in spring training to stretch out to fight for a spot in the rotation. Yeah. When did it all go downhill for Chad? Cool. Cause I feel like he was doing so well, you know, with a couple of exceptions, of course, but then after that complete game, the complete game shutout, that was it. I feel like we haven't that seen the, the Chad cool. That the we mojo. See. Yeah, no, you're, you're hundred percent right. Like you, it literally started right after that. Like as soon as he uh, finished the game, raised his hands in triumphant victory, it just hasn't been the same. That's those are the nine starts that it goes back to. So it's just again so strange for someone who was so effective there and and, and dominant even mm-hmm. you know, against the best team in in all of baseball right now. And yet, you know, since then he's kind of struggled. Seemed a little bit frustrated. You know, would have liked to have stayed in the game a little bit longer. Seemed like it was out of reach at that point. But uh, I'm guessing, buddy, just wanted to get Gomber a little bit of extra work there. Bard did give up two runs. Uh, or not, excuse me, he, he went two innings, uh, gave up a run, but it's unearned because it was the uh, the zombie runner on second base was credited with the win. Uh, I, I prefer zombie runner over ghost runner because ghost runner you can't you don't see a ghost, right? But you can clearly see the player out there. Henceforth, it's a zombie runner. No, I you're the only one who likes zombie runner. I'm the only one who who overanalyzes and it gets pedantic about Ghost Runner. How about Manfred Mann? Because Rob Manfred came up with it. And Manfred Mann is, is the name of a band, too, from the 70s. So that kind of fits. The Manfred Mann. I feel like Ghost Runner is now part of the baseball vernacular. So I feel right. like it's, 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 too, it's too late, Patrick. But I appreciate where your head's at. I'm going to fight it. I'm still going with Zombie Runner, but I think you're 100% right. I think it's just been accepted that Ghost Runner is kind of the weird uh, accepted phraseology for that. But uh, Daz, as we mentioned, the multi-hit games had a double, Homer, and his response just when being asked, because, you know, you're Homer, you feel good, and you're like, you're on top of the world, and you're like, man, maybe I can really do anything. But, you know, we asked him Tuesday night, like, you know, when you hit that one, you go to center field, you go to the deepest part of the park there. That was a really big home run uh, that was key to, to kind of get them back into it. Down uh, by one there in the eighth. His double tied it in the tenth. Mm-hmm. But his response, I just thought, was it, it was classic Jonathan Daza, right? He's he's hilarious. I love when he gets on a tear and, like, just gets <laughs> loose. And he, he's so funny. But when asked about that, he was like, oh, yeah. He's like, I couldn't believe that that was a home run. I have no power. <laughs> yeah, I nope, no, no shot. I I, I, no. I don't have any power. That's that's unbelievable. Montero also had a double homer. So overall, uh, really solid uh, performance there uh, for the Rockies. Uh, take two out of three from the Brewers, and uh, hey, they're back home at Coors. Uh, if you weren't sure, just just check the 
just check the, the box score. If they got a yeah. win. Yeah, it probably came uh, at Coors Field. And if they're at Coors Field, you got to make sure you're going to game time tickets because it's the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, shows. Hey, that's how I went to my first show at Red Rocks. Went on game time 45 minutes before the show was supposed to start. And I got tickets for $15 each. If you want seats on the 50-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, floor seats at a concert, it's actually possible with the Game Time app. Bottom line, if you love DNVR, then you're going to love Game Time. It's the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through them, through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who've downloaded the Game Time app and have scored the best seats to their all-time favorite events. Hit the link in our description to save. And make sure you are... You're, you're saving your your tummy a little upsetness because not all pizza places are created equal. It's a simple recipe, <laughs> right? It's a simple, it's basic stuff, right? I think my mom said it to me the other day. She was like, I just realized, you know, I, I haven't eaten Mexican food a lot, but it's really just the same ingredients that are in so many other things that I like. And it's like, yeah, that's that's true of so many foods. It's But but not all pizza is created equally. And, and you're going to learn that the hard way if you go anywhere other than Sexy Pizza. They've got four in the Denver metro area. We're talking Jefferson Park, Park Hill, Capitol Hill, Old South Pearl. Look, the reason is the love and TLC that they put in. Also, it's hand-tossed, and it's a deck oven pizza, and it's made from scratch each morning dough. Those are also certain secrets that go into it. they got a location down in the southern part of the state in Trinidad, and look, they love supporting local organizations and various charities. So you can actually go to their website, check out their about page, and you can see a lot more about what they do to donate food to, uh, to local organizations in the area. Check out www.sexy.pizza for more information on that front. Also make sure you are going over to Evoca TV, the new goat in Colorado sports. That is the greatest of all. Yeah. TV. Vaca TV delivers the amped up sports coverage for Colorado fans. So that means altitude sports. Yes, that that does mean nuggets and abs for the first time from the comfort of your own home. AT&T Sportsnet. Yes, the Rockies there and the NFL Network. Get the most regional content for the lowest price for sports in Colorado, all in crystal clear HD while using less bandwidth. And you get to enjoy over 60 entertainment channels, including news, movies, DNVR sports channel on YouTube and more. Turn your home into the ultimate game viewing zone. You can even build stream your teams from your phone. I love that option. You can do it on your laptop. You can do it on your tablet. On the go. You can also add on a discounted Sling TV bundle to get ESPN and more. Vaca is only $25 a month plus a $5 receiver fee. And right now, Colorado sports fans, we are giving you $10 off per month for your first three months to score this deal. Go to evaca.tv slash Colorado10. That's Evaca, E-V-O-C-A dot TV slash Colorado 10. No contracts, no catches. Evaca is TV made for champions of the remote. Lucas Gilbreth is a champion of PRP injections. He finally got a shot. He survived. Didn't pass out. Just barely. Forgot to ask if he got a cookie. I'm guessing he did. But he was a big boy. He did a good job, didn't he? Yeah, no, we both got a chance to talk to him about his PRP. I got it. This morning, Wednesday morning, uh, super early in the morning, he hates having blood drawn like more than anything. So that was the part that I think was so unpleasant. But also, I guess the way they do it, so they will do an ultrasound on, you know, your elbow or uh, at least on his because that's where the injury is um, to figure out where they're going to inject it. And it's a really long 
needle. So he said that it felt like 10 minutes of them, like, you know, <gasps> fishing the needle around and trying to find the spot. But it was actually only two minutes. It just felt like forever. <laughs> I didn't hear him say that part. Yeah. But yeah, they, they go in almost at the bicep and then it goes all the way down to like the forearm. So that's, oof. Yeah. That must've been a really long needle. He did not, he looked away. He tried to coax him into looking. He's like, yeah. no, stop. I, I'm not curious at all. Just make me feel better. Inject yeah. me with some PRPL. You know what I'm saying? Purple. Rockies. Oh, got hey, it. Other injury notes. Uh, got Zika it. Tovar. Actually, the other injury notes on uh, Tovar and Brian is there's no real news. Uh, Brian still in the boot. Iglesias uh, is, is on the 10-day IL. So there's news for Jose Iglesias. Uh, mm-hmm. Right-hand contusion. Swollen. Uh, might be able to return for the Cubs series next weekend. Those are three day games. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. All day games in Chicago. That's kind of interesting. Uh, yeah. As for Tovar, I uh, caught up with uh, GM Bill Schmidt. He just said, look, he's in Arizona. We're, they're, they're trying to get him ready. Uh, getting close to games. But look, they've been saying that for a week and a half, two weeks now at this point. So not sure what the holdup is. So uh, we'll kind of wait and see what happens. Fingers crossed he might be able to get to debut at some point. Hunter Goodman, Joe Rocker, they're going to be debuting with the AA Hartford yeah. Yard Goats. They got promoted. You love it when someone gets called up because it means you've earned the promotion. It's not mm-hmm. look if you start the year in the Argos, great. You know you probably got called up from from highest Spokane, whatever it is. But midseason call ups is like, hey man, we're bringing an extra cavalry to help the Argos go toe to toe with the Somerset Patriots. All those teams in the Eastern Division love to see that. Yes. Oh my gosh. And of course, you know how much I love my yard goats. So I love seeing them get fresh new talent. And I'm excited to see Goodman's also coming off being Northwest league player of the month. So that is, I am excited for Hartford to receive that good energy. He started down in Fresno. Then he's going up and kind of the, the backup, if you will, to drew Romo. And then as you pointed out with the player of the month award, dude had 83 total bases in August, 25 more than anyone else in the league. So was so dominant for a guy who, Again, he was in the complex league last year and yet goes to Fresno, boom, moves up a level, boom, moves up even another level. So those guys are going to have fun battling there. And congratulations to a team that battled first half and second half. Second half division winner, the Fresno Grizzlies, they also won the first half. So huh. it, it they, they shouldn't even have to play the first round against the second best team, the San Jose Giants. But they're going to start the postseason Next year, uh, not next year, uh, next week. That's a long, that's a long wait. That's like 2007 Rockies wait. No, interesting that they're going to wait until next year, Patrick. Yeah, I, uh, I don't look, uh, they, they don't have a commissioner over there in the Northwest League, so they don't, you know, that kind of fell through the cracks. Uh, we'll figure that one out, but yeah, next week that'll get started there in Spokane. Uh, Braxton Fulford, another really good catching prospect. I mean, Rockies are kind of loaded with these guys. We're not talking Buster Posey or Adley Rutschman type of catchers. Maybe Drew Romo could be in that group. But ultimately, we're talking just really good organizational guys. I mean, when it's all said and done, you could have four, maybe five catchers come out of this crop that's currently in the Rockies farm system. Fulford had a big day at the plate on Tuesday with a homer double for RBI. Benny Montgomery has been scorching hot. He was two for five with a homer and five RBI. So, uh, he's, he's doing some, uh, some really big things and gosh, the, the farm system is, is, is very exciting. And again, mm-hmm. we got the slow trickle effect, trickle down or trickle up, if you will, with Michael Tolia coming, yes. and there could be some more, uh, it just, 
it makes you anytime you see the good news about that in your head, you kind of go to yourself, say what? Because you're just so excited. There we go. You know there I mean? we go. We're going to transition to say what? Everyone's favorite <laughs> game where I give Patrick out of context quotes and Patrick is going to guess who said them. Patrick, are you ready? As ready as I can be. All let's right. Kale, let's get that first one up on the board. Quote, let's win one for Mark. End quote. Patrick, who said that? Who the hell is Mark is what I want to know. I, I will. You know what, Patrick? I will also add every single quote today comes from someone who was at Coors Field today. They didn't say it today. Maybe they didn't even say it at Coors Field, but everyone was present. Good Lord. All right. That, that you're just adding uh insult to injury here. Yeah. One for Mark. I can't even think of any, well, Mark Reynolds you got as a former Rocky guy. Mark <laughs> McGuire is the first Mark that I've got going on. Uh, I mean, it could be, it could be, uh, you know, a pro wrestler talking about wrestling fans as, as being marks, but I, I highly doubt that one would have gotten past uh, no, your preview. You would nope. have put that one on the kibosh. Let's win one for Mark. Who would say that, Patrick? Mark Gustafson? Think- no, but he spells his name with a C, not a K. No, it's not that Mark. Uh, uh, let's just go Christian Yelich. <laughs> I mean, yes, he did say it, but what? <laughs> you have no... <laughs> All right, let's get the next. Uh, let's get the next image up because here is the context. So at American oh, Family right. Field a week or so ago, on the announcement, someone friend zoned a guy named Mark. The board reads, "Mark, your friendship means the world to me. Let's not wreck it." That's pretty tough. That's pretty tough. But the Brewers appreciated it. And Christian Yelich said after the game, they looked up in the dugout, saw it, and said, let's win one for Mark. So the support was there for their friend-zoned brethren. Has Mark shown up yet at American Family Field? Do we know? This could be a PR stunt kind of thing. It caught on like wildfire. I think every team did something like that to try to get some rallies going. But yeah, that, that that's pretty good. The silhouette, I had to throw it out on, on a whim there that the silhouette was Christian Yelich. I can't I just, believe that you that you got that. Feeling good. Feeling good. All right, let's all right. Maybe I'll do better than I thought so far today. But yeah. I like your hint. I love the theme. I love the theme. There's a theme. There's a theme. All right, here you go. I'd rather know it's gonna hurt really bad. It's like getting a tattoo. I heard it what I heard it hurt really bad, so I was pleasantly surprised and it didn't hurt very bad. So, Patrick, who said that? I think we might have just talked about this young man. Was it? Is this Lucas Gilbreth? Lucas Gilbreth did say this. So, it's yes, he was talking about <laughs> this was before his PRP injection. A little nervous, but he, you know, did all of his research. He would rather know. But, yes, yeah, someone had told him that PRP, if it, or you know what he said. Here's what he said. I'm going to actually get the quote right. Somebody, if somebody told me the PRP didn't hurt and it hurt like crazy, I'd be upset. So he wanted to go in totally prepared, expecting the worst. It didn't sound very pleasant anyway, but he got through it. We're so proud of him. He's brave. Yeah. Uh, they're probably also hazing too a little bit of like, oh man, look out for that. Like knowing full well, this is just like a relatively simple procedure, but mm-hmm. really egging him on. As soon as you see that fear in his eyes, you go, oh, we got to mess with this guy. Look, he got us free Crocs. He's got those shirts, but you know what? We, you know, just to make him feel like he's part of the group, even though he's just an awesome guy. 
we'll dig at him just a little bit. So I, I, I like that they're, I think, getting in his head. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> All right, let's get the next one in. Growing up, I was a Mickey Mantle fan. My dad was a Yankee fan. He was a switch hitter. And I just like the number. Patrick, who said that? Well, look, I've been talking nothing about the history of switch hitters in uh, in the Rockies franchise history. Only 35 ever. And I do remember this quote coming out of the mouth of Michael Anthony, a.k.a. Michael Anthony Toglia. AKA Michael Tolia. Yes, Michael Tolia said it. I am I am so surprised that you've gotten all of these right so far. So yeah, we asked Tolia when he got to Coors Field, hey, why why number 29? And basically he said, you know, I didn't really get to pick. I just showed up and this was the number. We were like, oh, what number would you have liked to have had? It's like, oh, actually, number seven. But Brendan Rodgers has it, so I don't think I'm going to be getting it anytime soon. So, like, yeah. you know, we chuckled over it. But then he explained why, you know, number seven would be his number. And that's what that was his number growing up playing. So now we know. Well, now we know. Two minus nine is seven. So I think if you go that route, yes, it's actually negative seven. But if you made it to a negative and you subtracted a negative nine from Patrick, it, it's a positive seven. Stop it. So I, I think I, I see what he's doing there. No, he didn't pick it. <laughs> The baseball gods picked it for him. It, it was sense. picked for him. All right. I got one last quote. I think you'll okay. get this one too. All right. Let's wow. Do it. on the table, you think? I like my coffee like I like my Colorado Rockies managers. Black. Patrick, who said that? <sighs> okay. <laughs> who would say so, such a thing about off, Bud Black? The silhouette looks like it's either Ryan Spielborgs or Bart Simpson. <laughs> But then when I listen to that quote, I go, gosh, I feel like I've heard that recently in the Rockies dugout. And, you know, I didn't have a conversation with Daniel Bard in the dugout like I usually do on a homestand. It's usually uh, that'll take place around five o'clock on a night game. And uh, I wasn't there in time to talk with Bud Black. But I do remember saying that to Bud Black. It's me. I said that dumb phrase. You did. You've said it twice this week, too, which is insane. But yes, that is how Patrick likes his coffee. We also learned that Bud Black, his go-to, if he's going to Starbucks or something like that, he's going to get a grande Americano. Just espresso and hot water. There we go. So we were yeah. talking coffee orders today. And I'm, I'm, I know my baseball history. There is no baseball manager whose last name is either espresso, hot water, or just water. So I think I've got the best line. I like my yes. coffee, like my Rockies managers, black. So use it if you need to, but you you have to drink it black now. I mean, if you like creamer in it, you can't, you can't use that line. I, I legit uh, don't use anything in my coffee. So it works. Also, buddy answered it. Like he had heard that joke before too, by the way, <laughs> he was He's ready. Like, and he pointed at himself. He's like, like he'd heard that one before he's, I guess when that's your last name, like you're kind of used to all kinds of uh, wordplay and things of that nature. Right? I mean, he's, you get a two for Hunter. Yeah. Well, you know what? He's, he's been on this earth for a long time, so I'm sure he's truly heard it all. He's been around the pun block and the wordplay block. Yes. Yes, for sure. And that's a, that's a safe block and a safe neighborhood to be in, but uh, we'll have to talk about that another time. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, we'll be, uh, we'll have a show on Friday. I believe at about noon there with our good buddy, Drew Goodman. And uh, I love, you know, teaser. I have a little teaser. I think I like this one. 
He's got Michael Tolia as his guest this week. That'll drop on Thursday morning. Uh, Susie, I don't know if you know this. I'm always the first person who listens to the Drew Goodman podcast. I, how how I, are you I'm always not. the first person? We, we'll, we'll have shows at 9 a.m. I've already listened to it. I've already filed a report. I know what questions to, to hit with him. And so I'm like, uh, I'm subscriber number one uh, as far as that concer- is concerned. So uh, I'm excited to listen to that conversation yeah. with Michael Tolia because uh, yeah, he's, he's playing really well so far. Hasn't gotten a fly ball in right field. That was something you go, oh, yeah. How about that? Yeah, he has not yet. Yet. No. No, a lot, of, a lot of textures out there, Susie. Got to be careful. There's different textures. <laughs> I wasn't sure if he knew that word. Like, I wasn't sure if he was going to pull that word, but that's the proper word. You got the chain link fence mm-hmm. out there on the uh, out of town scoreboard. You've got the padding uh, and you got a little concrete out there. There's a lot of different textures, not tinctures like our super producer, Kale loves, <laughs> a.k.a. the tincture guy, Kale Sorbo. No, yes. we have Michael Tolia, the texture guy. He's the texture guy. <laughs> He's, I'm look, excited to hear the... from him. What? Huh? We're talking over each other. It only took 47 minutes. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Not pretty bad. Good. Look, we don't we, we don't tweet over each other on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies. We don't do that. Uh, we don't do it on my personal account at Patrick D. Lyon. So, so follow me for some fun, witty banter. Susie, you've got more fun banter than I do, though. I like, have absolutely unhinged banter at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. You've got the social media momentum. But look, you know what they say. Momentum, it's only as good as your next show. So we'll talk to you Friday at noon.